Welcome to Treadmill Talks with Shannon Maves, a podcast for athletes and fitness enthusiasts to pass the time during mind-numbing cardio while I use my no-bullshit coaching style to educate, inspire, and entertain. I'm your host, Shannon Maves. Now let's walk and talk. Hello and happy 4th of July. With today's episode releasing on Independence Day, I wanted to use it as an opportunity to create an episode that is just a quick reminder to count your blessings and realize how unbelievably fortunate we are to live in this country. And if you aren't in America, but are listening to this podcast, then I'm going to assume that you are living in a pretty decent place as well. And regardless of what your political views on America might be, you have to admit that we are so fucking blessed to live in a country where we have the freedom to do simple shit like go to the grocery store and choose what we want to eat every day. Whenever I hear someone bitching about their diet or saying things like, I can't eat that, or I'm bored of eating the same meals or anything along those lines, I like to tell them to imagine explaining to someone who doesn't have access to much food or even clean drinking water, that you are purposely eating less than what is available to you in order to look a certain way. Seriously, just imagine what would go through that person's mind. Because there are people out there, even in America, that do not get to choose what or when they eat. They live in a constant state of hunger always wondering how or when they will get their next meal. And then there's people like you who are whining about not wanting to eat your third or maybe fourth meal of the day because it's boring. Think about that. The food you are eating is so nutritious that you're sick of it and you're feeling sorry for yourself because you want something that is going to give you more of a rush of dopamine. Meanwhile, There's someone on the street corner begging for scraps of food that you are sick of. My grandma lived in Germany for 10 years during World War II, and I'm not going to get into too many of her personal details of all the horrific shit that she went through, but I will tell you that that woman is tough as nails. She essentially lived off of nothing but potatoes for a good part of her adolescence. She was literally starving for years. I remember her telling me about how she would pretend that her potatoes were other foods in order to try and trick her brain into feeling more satisfied because she was having to go to bed hungry every single night. So you can imagine how challenging it has been for me as a competitor to try to explain to her why I am choosing to pass on dessert or why I don't want to go back into the kitchen for seconds. Luckily, my grandma is one of the greatest people on this planet, and she is actually very supportive of me, even though she does not understand my job or the sport of bodybuilding in the slightest. (laughs) And sometimes I think for a second that I can understand what she went through when I'm deep in prep and I have to go to bed hungry, but then I bring myself back down to reality, and I'm like, um, wait, no, Shannon, no. You might be able to kind of relate but you don't have the slightest clue what she went through. Because I've only had to diet for a period of months at a time. She was literally starving for years. Now what I want you to do is imagine telling someone in a wheelchair 
that you don't feel like training legs today. Or telling someone who needs a lung transplant that you're too tired to do your cardio. I've worked with these people. I was a coach for the Special Olympic swim team, and I also worked at a gym that was specifically for seniors and people on disability. I have seen some shit, and I promise you that those people do not want to hear your whiny ass excuses about why you don't feel like going to the gym today, because they would kill to be able to simply stand up and walk without assistance. And they would love to be able to get through even a low intensity workout without having to monitor their oxygen levels. Sick of tracking your macros because it takes too much time? Tell that to the diabetic who has to test their blood sugar multiple times per day. Thinking about skipping the gym to go out to brunch with the girls? Tell that to the person who can't afford a membership and is shopping at the dollar store to grab a giant pack of ramen noodles to hopefully last them through the week. I can also flip this narrative to make it a little bit less intense than those extreme situations. Because let's say you're a competitor who is feeling bummed that you didn't place at a regional show. I guarantee you that there was someone in the audience who was watching you and wishing that they even had the balls to do what you just did. Upset about placing second because you wanted first? Well, the girl in third wishes that she had placed second since that would have qualified her for nationals. And the girl who got sixth place is wishing that she would have placed top five so that she could have received an award to put up in her home to showcase all of her hard work. Bummed about not receiving your pro card at nationals? Tell me more about it while I had to make the difficult decision to pull out of prep for nationals when I was only a month out and will most likely have to do another regional show in order to earn my qualification back for next year. Or tell it to the girl who did qualify for nationals, but couldn't afford to go. Wishing you had placed top five at your first pro show? Think about how many girls are still busting their asses just to be able to compete on the pro stage. I could go on and on all the way up to winning Olympia, but I think you get the picture. We are so blessed to be able to do what we do. Prep is truly a privilege. So if you have the physical, mental, and financial ability to be able to compete, then you are fucking killing it in life. Don't take it for granted or bitch about it because you choose to do this sport. And if it were easy, everybody would do it. Just being in shape enough to step on a bodybuilding stage means that you are in probably like the top, I don't know, one or maybe 5% of people as far as physical fitness goes. And as I've mentioned before, competing isn't something that anyone is going to do forever. So let's stop for a second in order to pull back and look at the bigger picture. Aside from aesthetics, what is your reason for working out? And why do you pay attention to what you eat every day? Obviously, I can't answer this question for anyone but myself. But hopefully your response is something along the lines of wanting to live a life where you feel strong and healthy and energized, or you want to age well in order to be there for your kids as they grow up. I know that for me personally, as much as I am motivated by the top Olympians and the super fit people in the gym, it's the people that are in their 70s and 80s that I'm passing on the hiking trails that really inspire me. It's the 97-year-old man with a walker that I used to train in the gym three times per week. 
having worked with people for years who had hip and knee replacements, were living with MS, or had to have a foot amputated because of their diabetes, really helped me to be able to wake up every single day and count my blessings. And there is not one day that passes where I take for granted my ability to walk on two legs, hug with two arms, see with two eyes, breathe with two lungs. Because having the ability to do something like walk up a flight of stairs seems like a luxury to others. And I am also grateful for my education too. Being able to apply my knowledge of nutrition in order to structure my meals in a way that fuels and nourishes my body every day is something that a lot of people don't have the skill set to do. None of this is trying to shame you or make you feel guilty or anything. Because whatever you're going through right now, just know that your feelings are valid. It's completely normal to feel frustrated by slow progress. And there are going to be days that you don't want to work out or eat chicken and rice again. But when those times do come, maybe just take a moment to scale back and reflect on how unbelievably fortunate you are to be physically, mentally, and financially capable of doing what you do. Just the fact that you're listening to this podcast on a device that sends a signal up to space and has all of the information in the world in your back pocket is pretty fucking fortunate. I hope you all have an amazing 4th of July and can take a moment to really appreciate this day and maybe even feel a little bit more confident about rocking your bikini by the pool today because your body is a fucking amazing work of art that is capable of so much. And no matter what its current shape is, it is beautiful. Thank you for listening to Treadmill Talks. If this episode taught you something, lit a fire under your ass, or at least helped you forget how long you've been walking in place, please leave a review or take a screenshot to share on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at Shannon Maves so I can give you some love right back. And thanks again for listening to my Treadmill Talk. <laughs>